0: Hey there, Andrea here. I'm so excited because I have an awesome guest on the show today and we are going to share her story of strength and resilience. And Tracy, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? you. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I have four kids. They're my pride and joy and... um, yeah. So they're 23, 21, 19, and 14. So three of them, uh, university, one is graduated out of, uh, Queens kinesiology. My second daughter is, uh, she's going to graduate this year out of business finance. And my son, he is, um, second year civil engineering in Ottawa, Carleton, And my daughter's in grade nine. Wow.
0: Okay. four. Amazing. <laughs> I am. Amazing. I have two and like, holy cow, four. So that's incredible. And I can tell you're such a proud mom and congratulations on them. So many of them going to university and having such a nice career path. And uh, that's so wonderful. I can sense the pride uh, in you when you thank, talk about that. And so also you're, you're a life coach as well. I
1: am a certified life coach. Yes. So I've transitioned. I am a, per, a certified personal trainer as well, but I've really... I'm uh, building my platform right now as a certified life coach. I've, um, I actually offered two life transformation, transformational life courses through COVID. It was a two eight week courses. I did one in the year 2019 and, and I also offer a 12 week course and it's a, I'm a dream builder coach. It's through Brave Thinking Institute.
0: Ooh, I love that dream building. That's so fun. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit how what your story is around loving someone with an addiction.
1: So, for myself, um, you know i I'm a recovered addict. so I and that's through the grace of God. and I'm so deeply grateful. And um on my journey of um, recovery and being recovered, I opened up my own meetings, and um, you know, I had both men and women coming into my meetings and there was one gentleman that had come in and he was, um, you know, he had, he didn't drink for six or seven months and he called me and I just started to help him. And, um, probably what I know now, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I really thought I was, I could handle it. And, you know, my, my higher power was probably giving me warning signs that I wasn't adhering to, but I, I realized now that because, um, you know, my, my dad was a, was an alcoholic. He's recovered now through the grace of God. Also, he went into recovery after I recovered through my, my addiction. And um, I realized after this relationship, that it was something that was repeated of watching my own mother and father staying in a unhealthy relationship. Um, so the miracle too, also, I have to have to say this is that my mom and dad have a beautiful relationship today. You know, they've, they're still together which and that's a miracle of God. They've been together for, um, Oh my gosh, 50 years. I can't even believe it actually. Yeah. Maybe more, maybe more than 50 years. So, and they, they do, they have a loving relationship and that's, and I, and I truly believe God used me as a, like a catalyst to come in and be the first one recovered and, um, And then there was, you know, my, my brother and my sister went into recovery and, um, yeah. So I know that's a long answer to the question of, of being involved with an, I was, I, so he was an alcoholic and, um, I actually took him through the 12 steps. And in that I, you know, I was very adamant that I wanted nothing to do with him and, but I, I I got involved and and that was a began a whirlwind of uh, I would say maybe romance. I don't know. So and it healthy. sounds
0: like there's so so many um, people struggling with addiction around you, including yourself, and you were that you know, you decided to seek recovery and you you decided that that was the path for you. And then also it sounds like it was a wonderful impact too and and a lot of people around you also chose that same journey um and and so it sounds like it's you know you've been in and out of addiction you recognize this pattern and then you actually um fell in love with someone who turned out to have an addiction as well
1: Mm -hmm, exactly it's a lot but yes that's that's right andrea
0: Oh, wow. So what would you say the biggest struggle has been with you with loving someone with addiction or, or having an addiction?
1: Um, biggest struggle. Well, I thank God, you know, it's been a few years. It's been, it's been about uh, seven, eight years since I've been in that relationship. But what I realized is that I, I was just taught so many lessons in one relationship So I, you know, and I'm grateful actually, I, I shouldn't like, you know, of course there were people, you know, hurt that shouldn't have been hurt. And that I, that I, you know, I have sought forgiveness for like, and I have, you know, from both God, for me, any, you know, for staying in it longer than I should have. But, um, you know, my 12 steps have really helped me in a sense that, um, you know, and I've, and also having coaches myself, um, the, I have such a strong foundation that and that's how um, I've been able to handle any everything in my life honestly like when I recovered as an addict I've been able to handle so many things I've been through a divorce and it was after the divorce that I got into this relationship for three four years and it was so my struggle—I I can't say I struggled. My my thing was there were lessons that I needed to learn, and I've come out on the other side, and I feel blessed in the sense of because now I have like flags—I have red flags—I know that you know what I don't want to go near or what I what I do. If yeah.
0: that makes sense. Oh my gosh, it's amazing, and um, I know oftentimes there's something that struck out at me that you said was you maybe you you said that you stayed in it longer than you should have Um, I remember thinking back now I think oh my god probably stayed there longer than I should have but and for the people who are listening, when you're in it, you know what. Sometimes you're, you're you're staying in it as long as you perfectly need to stay in it, right? Like you will know when it's time to leave. If, if there is time to leave, you can even stay in that, right? So the reality is, is that I'm not beating yourself up about that, and and recognizing that the the you know, you'll, when, you, when, and if you leave, uh, you will know the right timing. And if you haven't, you know, if you stayed there longer, it's probably because you needed that amount of time to process things or to, you know, try everything that you feel like you needed to try. And, um, I know I was there too. So the biggest, I, I you know, you just said, Andrew, you said something. So the
1: biggest struggle was the, the negative, um, you know, feedback I got from my, the hardest thing for me was my, my, my kids. Cause I had hurt them, my daughters specifically, my two oldest daughters, right. Because they were, they were the ones that felt most violated in the sense of, so to say the struggle, that was the biggest struggle and to regain their trust. And yeah, honestly, that, that was it.
0: Oh, that is, I just celebrate the fact that, you know what, again, your children come up and like, I had a moment like that too, where I went on a walk with my son and he didn't know about the active addiction uh, at this point, but he saw all the behavior that went along with it. Right. So um we, he was like, you know, just questioning, like, why is it that, you know, he's being so mean to my mom. And like, and so we went for a walk and my son said to me, mom, you're so upset right now. And it's cause I actually just found out about the addiction, but he he says he's been treating you mean for so long. He has not been treating you properly. You, you know what, you are such an amazing, positive person that mom, like, it hurts me to see you like this. You deserve so much better. And it was almost like a light bulb went off in my head. It's like, Holy cow. If my son, my teenage son is seeing this and and saying this to me, like, you know what, that it, it's interesting because that resonates with you. And that's actually, it's that conversation stood out with me as well. Wow. I love that. Our kids teach us so much. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I'm really, really curious. How did you go from having, you know, um, so many addicts in your life and and then then going into a relationship with someone that had an addiction? How did you take your, your power back?
1: Um, I never lost my power to be honest with you. I, I never lost my power in it ever. So because like I said, I had such a strong foundation in the 12 steps, it never broke me. He tried to break me, but it was honestly, I, my, my prayer life and my faith in God and my belief in God has sustained me. And I knew at every moment of that relationship with Every minute, like I just was in prayer and guidance. I knew I was in his life for a reason to teach him so much. And he, you know, I know that he's grateful for me. He's made that phone call and he thanks me for, you know, for, you know, teaching him so much and loving him because he felt like he was unlovable because he had never been loved before in his life, the way I had loved him. So I, I believe God used me to show him that that is possible, that you are lovable, no matter if you're sick. And that, you know, that that's, you know, I, so I never, I was, oh, I, I always maintain my strength, but the strength comes from God. I had, I, you know, like, cause I was recovered. Right. So, and I've, I had worked up to that point with many, many, many addicts. I've worked with a lot, a lot of women and I, you know, I watched my dad and, and so I had a lot of experience under my belt.
0: Mm, that is so beautiful. And I really love that you brought this up because. Um, take back your power is what I put on the cover of the book. It's like what I, I tag on, you know, for the podcast and everything, but you hit the nail on the head. And I, I hesitated to use that verbiage because the reality is we all have what everything that we need within us is just, sometimes it might be a little hidden or lost or compressed or deep, you know, like downplayed, but the power is within us. Right. So when we say take back your power, you're so right. When you say that you never lost your power, you don't, you, you, you have it within you, you have resiliency, you have strength. It's just a matter of, you know, tapping back into that. And always. I'm always tapped in. You're Thank tapped. God I never
1: lost that through that whole relationship. I couldn't have, or I would have went, I, cause you know what, Andrea, I would have went down fast. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I was tapped in at all times. I had to be cause he was a very sick man. And so
0: So I'm really curious how I'm sure the listeners are also some, you know, people might feel tapped out. They might feel like they've lost their sparkle, their power, they're knocked down. Um, What would you say to that person that's there? What, how would you say that you were able to, you know, build up that strength or have that resilience in those moments?
1: My recommendation is first and foremost to have support, like whether it's to, to reach out or online to, um, get a support group either through the 12 steps or something. I, I, really believe in a certain process where you go through the, the 12 steps one-on-one with a person that's, um, recovered. I highly recommend that. Um, I recommend getting a coach, um, and, or someone that you trust implicitly. I had someone that was like a very good friend actually a woman that I had taken through the 12 steps and I had helped her overcome many obstacles and she was there for me and she with complete love and non-judgment so definitely love and 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 non-judgment and trust to find
0: someone that you trust (laughs) that's she. that's beautiful yeah because sometimes reaching out to friends uh you worry about judgment there's energy of shame sometimes it's hard like uh, but don't get me wrong reaching out to friends is a really great wonderful resource as well and family if you can um but i love your messages yeah reach out for support and also the support uh, groups and the 12-step programs and things like that are really really beneficial but that that element of even like a coach can be very very beneficial because it's you know there's no judgment there you're meeting people with where they're at and i did i actually i still have a coach to this day of course because i believe in the model but um, yes so so many wonderful tools that you're suggesting here as well so what would be your biggest learning through this whole process
1: my biggest learning through this whole process is um honestly to you know and I'm. You've heard this so many times for sure, but you've got to put your own mask on first. So you've got to. You've got to be well before you can help anybody else. Because if you're not well, and if you're not, you don't have a strong program or a strong foundation. You can't help anybody. So, self love, self care, whatever you want to call it, that has to be paramount um, for you if you're in a relationship with someone that's sick like this, or you, you're, you know, even if you're like, even if you're a coach or like a coach, or, um, you know, you have people around you, like, you've just got to, you've got to have healthy boundaries. You got to create healthy boundaries. you got to protect your energy. So important to protect your energy because otherwise you will be depleted you will have no energy because they will drain the life out of you. And so that that's my advice, big time.
0: Oh, amazing. So um, self-love, self-care, whatever you call it, um, focusing inward on yourself, putting your own mask on, really, really essential 1st that expression, right? You have to, you know, or else if you're not breathing, then how are you going to help anybody else type thing? Um, and so, and healthy boundaries as well as protecting your energy. I love that expression about protecting your energy because if you don't, then you're going to be so depleted. So, I'm curious, what would you recommend in order to protect your energy?
1: So, what I do is, and I've learned this through, I took a coaching or a program. I don't, you've probably heard of her, Gabrielle Bernstein, Gabby Bernstein. Phenomenal. I took her spiritual master masterclass <laughs> and if I can tell you best investment I ever made this eight week program, and I've went over and over and over and over the part about protecting your energy. So, um, there's different ways of doing it. I love, um, a Kundalini meditation where you get really still and, um, and in the end you like get rid of it by shaking your you're, you're, you know, you're just shaking it off, like literally shaking all the negative energy off. <laughs> I, but I find that really, really, um, helpful. Uh, even tapping an EFT emotional freedom technique. I swear by it. I teach it to my clients. I've taught it in my transformational life courses. Absolutely. Cause it changes your state. Um, and I do believe honestly in, um, self-reflection and that it starts with going to your higher power. You have to, if like anyone that's even suffering from any addiction or even is, you know, with someone that has an addiction, the, to me, the most important thing in my life that I have, you know, is turning my will in my life over to that, to that power and getting guidance every single day. So when I wake up in the morning, I turned to that power and I'm like, I am nothing without you and I love you and you are everything. And I'm like, show me, show me what to do, what to say, where to go. And that guidance is like changing my life, Changed my life. I've been transformed through that guidance because now it's about, not about me, it's about how can I best serve thee? How can I serve God. Cause I'm here to serve. I've, I have a calling on my life. I know that without a shadow of a doubt, I help people and I, and I love what I do. I am very passionate.
0: Oh, I, I feel your passion, Tracy. And, um, so many amazing suggestions there that you just made like Kundalini yoga, yoga of any form meditation, Um, self-reflection and journaling. Well, you didn't say journaling. I added that one. Journaling definitely. I'm a journaler, Andrea. I love it. I love it too. I always say it's like speaking and listening at the same time. And some people think, oh, you have to journal like gratitude, but you can actually journal some serious anger out of your body too. Emote it, like moving energy, emotion, right? So I remember I have this red journal that I journaled once I found out about his active addiction. I just got it all out. So if I ever needed reminders about what... Why I'm not no longer in that relationship. It's like I just have to go back to that journal.
1: It's <laughs> for you, I've burnt it. All yes. that. I burnt it. I think I'm All almost right. there. Well, let it go.
0: Let it go. And I love that idea too, about shaking it off. And it reminds me of the Taylor Swift song, right? Shake it off. Totally. And That's emotional. the song to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> An emotional freedom technique is so true. Tapping. It's amazing. Cause I, 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 I searched it and I, I wanted to find out about it and it's amazing how it shifts your state almost instantaneously. And, um, And you go through a process and you and what it's so funny because as you're saying things like, you know, is the bottom line is I, I still love and accept you unconditionally like it's such a beautiful process and it's so loving so I like the self compassion piece that it offers. Um, and I love that you, um, you know, you have a divinity and you have a spirituality that you've reached to and um, surrendered to. So, um, and then that can be non-denominational. Like, so anyone who like, you know, believe spirituality in general, right? Like you don't have to fall into one religious category, but that element of spirituality is so important and feeling, you know, you have meaning, you have purpose and connecting to that, that energy piece. It's so beautiful. I love that you, you brought that up. These are such a amazing ways to protect your energy. And, um, I think it's really going to help a lot of listeners. So is there anything else you want to share? Any last little tidbit of information that you want to just your final message that you'd love to give the listener? Um, honestly, just to, to see the, the good every single day
1: and to be grateful every single day and to write it down, the gratitude, like when you write things down, it is 40% that research is, it's 40% more powerful, more effective when you write things down. So like when you said journaling, absolutely. And just to see the light, to see the light and, and to feel the light and to, and to be still in the light and, and, uh, and know that there is a lesson. And, you know, to, again, like to seek, to seek guidance from the light and, and from God and whoever it is that you, you look towards and, um, and, and to get help definitely to, um, you know, I, I highly recommend a mentor life coach. It's changed my life. I have one as well. I have, honestly, I feel so blessed.
0: Uh, Well, thank you so much, Tracy. And I'm so thankful for you being on the show today. And I know that you're, we're going to reach a lot of people and potentially help them. Um, And so I know people are going to want to get a hold of you. So where can people find you? Of course, I'll put all the links in the show notes as well. Um, Yeah, let us know what you're up to these days. I'm, uh, I'm a lot on Instagram doing lives. And um, so
1: definitely at Tracy Chalotti, T-R-A-C-E-Y-C-E-L-O-T-T-I. I I am on LinkedIn. I'm not that active on LinkedIn. And I I do have a business page um, or fan page on Facebook and it's at Tracy C, -C T-R-A-C-E-Y-C or my personal Facebook is Tracy Chalotti. Amazing. they're, They're more than welcome. If they reach out to me, I could do a strategy session with them. I'd be more than happy to do that. Thank Uh, you.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. Thank
1: you very much, Andrea. Yay.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at AndreaSidal.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With an Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.